The Dow hit a record high. Moving steady. The economy. Oh, we got your back, Jack. Make a great plan, man. Oh, real McCoy, Troy. Our three cents for free. The options are big, Nick. You need to discuss much. You got the key, KC, in exit strategy. Welcome to our three cents. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Casey Smith and Nick Antonucci, and we've got a special guest this episode. It's John Dixon, CPA. He's uh, John. I, I know you uh, are the head of Hensler CPAs and Advisors. Is that the way That's we call correct. it? Correct. All righty. CPA, CFP, CVA. There we go. So John actually hits a lot of uh, spots here. CPA, I think everybody knows what that is. CFP, also very uh, well-heralded, uh, certified financial planner. You're a certificate as they uh, make you, I guess, introduce yourself. Uh, you can't use it as a noun, right? That's right. And then uh, CVA is a certified valuation analyst. I share with John that same designation, as does Nick Antonucci on the show. Uh, and uh, we wanted to talk to you about um, kind of various items where it comes to push and pull as a business owner when it comes to taxation versus valuation. You you start getting your eye on the, the transaction where you're looking the to get out of the business, and uh, and it can cause some issues, right? It can, and we see it quite often when you've got business owners who are trying to minimize taxes, so they're they're reporting as many expenses as they can through their business, driving down taxable income, which also drives down their their income used for valuation purposes. Yeah, so when they're it, I mean it's legal to do, and in, in cases like that, you can use those expenses as legitimate business expenses. Um, but uh, quite often, they'll make a lifestyle business into something that, uh, uh, as you said, it drives down the, the valuation. It drives down income, which is what an investor is going to come in. They want cash flow ultimately, right? And uh, starts with income. You can back out a few of the, the uh, non-cash items and get to that cash flow number. But when you start from such a low number because expenses are much higher, uh, it does make for kind of a... a an uphill battle to get that valuation higher. It does, and it's why it's so important to have professionals involved in the process because the the professionals can come in, uh, identify those those expenses, and be able to make what's called normalized adjustments to the to there the financial go. statements to drive the value back up. I so think right. this is very relatable to something we speak about a lot with with business owners in. Use a lot of business owners think they can use a multiple approach where their friend got six, seven times EBITDA and they can slap it on theirs. But John, you talking about you know running personal expenses to reduce the taxable income, a, a business owner a lot of times won't be forward thinking enough to consider that. They're just going to look at their bottom line number and slap that multiple on it, and yeah. they're not going to make adjustments um, that a professional would know to make that would obviously lead to a much higher valuation for that business. Nick, it's, um, it's actually worse than that because quite often we'll talk to business owners and we'll start pointing out things that they've told us that absolutely would be normalized away. And they look at us like we've got three heads. Uh, what are you talking about? That's that's a, a reasonable Well, and expense. I think it's it's oftentimes they, they almost feel like they're doing something wrong by, you know, 
running some of their personal expenses through the business, which, as you've mentioned, is perfectly legal and perfectly a a good strategy to use to minimize taxes currently. But then when you go to sell the business, it's a good idea to separate those things out so you can normalize and get a true valuation. Otherwise, you're selling yourself short. Yeah, you're, all you're doing is providing clarity as to what truly was a, a, the the necessary business expense that a new owner might entail or uh, take on. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: as a buyer, I want to deal with that guy who's who's resistant to showing you exactly what it was, and you know that the business is full of these sorts of expenses. Uh, all he has done has given you a discount, correct? As right. the buyer. Right. He, he's driven the value down for you to come in and, and be able to purchase the business from them. Right. Um, and, and I think another thing we look at in, in those type of situation is when we're working with clients uh, to minimize tax taxes, you know, retirement savings. Um, you know, a lot of them will, will the, the reasonable comp uh, as an S-Corp owner is one of those issues that, um, you know, we debate about a lot as professionals, but ultimately we want a low salary to, to minimize payroll taxes and have the flow through income go through without being subject to the payroll taxes. Right. But also be able to maximize the retirement savings, which they might not adjust for as well. So you've right. got someone who might be taking 60000 in in retirement savings out of the business, but not adjusting for that with the purchase price. Yeah. Now that gets a little bit tricky. I know, Nick, we do this quite a bit. When it comes to salaries, it's usually one. If there's multiple owners, you get to take away one of those. You add back. Yeah, you add it back to the to the income, right? Right. Yeah. So basically, you're just eliminating the expense of one of the owners. Uh, so the the thing is, though, John, it sounds to me like you're saying continue. You don't have to change a whole lot to make the valuation uh, look as it should. You just need to keep good notes. You do. You have to have good notes, and you have to keep track of everything. Make sure you're reporting. Uh, you know, we we. I think when clients start out a business, the biggest challenge for them is to make sure you're capturing all your expenses. Right. Make yeah. sure that you know you're using uh, the checking account, the business card, because a lot of times new business owners will miss expenses. They run. They're it's paying pay it out of pocket. Right. They're paying out of pocket. They don't think about b- pulling out their business card. They're just pulling out their original one. They'll they'll think, well, I'll adjust it at year end. Well, usually 12 months later when you're doing their taxes, they've forgotten about it. Yeah, yeah. right. And it's easy to forget. So, And then once you, you, you become a business owner, you, you get to the point where you have QuickBooks and you're reporting your expenses correctly, then it's making sure you have good notes so that when you work with a professional, you can make you know, make mention of these other types of expenses and you have the details to provide them so they can make those adjustments to drive your, your value back up. It's, yeah. That's just one of those best practices that I feel like in, in a lot of small businesses is just not widely followed. There's so many business owners we interact with where even to get there, they're so busy running the daily operations of the business. You ask them a simple question of, can you output, you know, an income statement for me? And they're like, I, I don't know how to do that. I'll have to ask my accountant. And then you, you finally get that and you start asking them about certain line items. They're, they're clueless and they don't have notes. Well, it's um, either that they're clueless or they feel like you're trying to have a gotcha That's moment, fair in some know? cases, but I, I think a lot of business owners are genuinely just, they, 
Yeah, they caught don't up know. In they focus, don't. They don't the remember. Operations. Yeah, running the operations of the business. And I mean, and that becomes to, an impediment to the, the valuation process. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it speaks to what we talk about all the time. And as far as exit planning and is, is just being good business strategy, you don't right. have to be getting ready to sell your business to to go ahead and start practicing some of these good habits and taking sure. you know making sure you're capturing all of your expenses. You're separating out your personal from your business. Yeah, not commingling those and and it, it's easier said than done. I know, but well, it, the, one of the things that it points out too is it takes time to do all that and also strategize yeah you'd be wise to push away a little bit try to i mean that's going to be your next step right yeah yeah, absolutely well it's not uncommon to ask a business owner how profitable is your 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 product you know what you know a restaurant you know how much profit do you have built into you know this this uh, sandwich versus another uh, your french fries and so many times they don't know what yeah. that profit margin is because again they're passionate about whether it's being a chef or, or running their business they're not a numbers person usually so they yeah. can't answer those and that's okay yeah. but you have to have someone for that yeah right? yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty common to have a good technician to start a business because it truly is the, the ultimate product that they're selling but the business side of it, if you're not good at it, you either, as you said, Nick, find somebody or sharpen your skills. There's really no way around doing that and still running a, a, a profitable business. And, and, John, to your point, why not do it on a line item basis? I mean, you could you could actually inform menu decisions based on profitability, right? You, you can and, and be able to allocate the overhead to those products so that you know what what the profit margin in is you know based on what you you also have uh in the inventory too right sure I mean, based yeah. on your inventory nobody wants waste so right. what are some things you can go back to and put on your menu to, to utilize your inventory but maximize profit with there those items go. it could just be you know it's mispriced right and you know if pricing it so it's profitable prices you out of the market then again you know this might be a menu decision that's based off the the financial numbers and and most business owners do what they do because they love it but at the end of the day you got to make money to earn a living to stay on that's exactly right well i think that kind of goes back to what you mentioned at the outset troy about um there's there's sort of a a push and pull and and minimizing taxes today might hurt your valuation in the future and so john what what do you advise clients to do in that situation you know in terms of most of the time i assume business owners are coming to you saying i I want to pay less tax now and they're not really thinking about how that's going to impact the future valuation when they go to exit is there anything that you kind of recommend typically or is it specific to the business well when i sit down with the client obviously the tax planning is is a primary purpose of the meeting and and you know something we're focused on but also the question is you know what's your exit strategy right i mean that's just part of as an advisor that's just a conversation that i want to have him with the client to figure out what their exit strategy is and if and in most cases if it's the exit strategy is to sell then we want to have you know we would suggest having a business valuation done every couple of years at least to see um, you know what what's going on with the value and, and going through those adjustments and going right. through those you know having them sit down with the professional and look at those normalization adjustments to see what's going on with the value and then do a deeper dive so what can we do to you know drive the value up I think that's so important you just touched on it's something we we say a lot it's you don't just get a business valuation done at the point in which you're ready to sell your business right 
you want to know early on what is my business worth because then you can use that as a baseline yeah, to, to grow exactly. the value. It gives and, you some, some goal-setting ability and you can sure. figure out, you know, are there areas where I can increase profitability? Are there things that I can do in my business to enhance the value going exactly. forward? Exactly, and the, the tax planning process along the way. Right, and, and you, what you find is so often business owners are so busy working in the business, they can't work on the business. And that's right? important. And that's, and that's important. where you really need your professionals to, to help you and guide you and, and give you good advice on you know what are those things you need to do to work on the business to, to drive the value up. Yeah, and it takes time. I mean, if, you're, if you do find yourself so uh, focused on the operations of the business and don't have enough time, you should probably try to figure out some way that you can set aside. Maybe it's a day a week, maybe it's half a day a week, where all you do is sit and think about, you know, these these items. How profitable are these? You know, all of my services if they vary, uh, and how can I en- enhance the value? How can I enhance the profitability of the business? And and you really do have to slow down, uh, get away from all that's going on around you at times, and just think and outsource some of that. You know, we we've, we've got great resources here at Hensler and you there know, John you and and you guys and and myself. Um, just you can outsource a lot of the decision making to professionals that do this for a living um, and, and help you with some of those decision making processes. And from a financial planning side, you know, thinking about the personal side, you know, maybe you don't need to get as much out of the business as you think you do, or maybe you need to get more. So maybe right. you kind of need to know where you stand. If you and can retire. If you can retire, you yeah. know, what do, what do you eventually need to extract in terms of the value of the business? after taxes you know which we can talk about here in a second but um is it you need to think about from a personal retirement situation what do you need to get out of the business in order to make your retirement plan work yeah and that's a great point too because so many times we see clients they they have majority of their assets tied into their business right their small business owner that's majority of their asset is tied into the business and we're always trying to encourage them carve some off the table pull some out diversify invest you know start putting money away because you don't want like just like investments you don't want all your eggs in one basket yeah and i mean uh, there's been examples of that we've worked with clients that have had you know an excess amount of cash in the business right so what do you do with that cash is it if you're not going to reinvest it into the business if you don't need it for growing the business or increasing your operations maybe it makes sense to take some distributions you know you might have to pay taxes on that now but you're kind of diversifying. You're, you're taking some of that out of the business, putting it into the market or wherever it needs to go so that you set yourself up for more uh, strategic retirement planning solutions. John, so. is there any reason why a business owner should just hang on to cash inside the business? Outside of maybe investment ideas, if, if they're not going to be expanding the business? I'm curious your take on this because I'm thinking about the same thing, Troy. How much of this is a a mentality of business owners who experienced the great the great financial crisis um, and were in a situation where they they might have lost their business or the business declined significantly and now they're in this this mindset of I've got to keep enough cash in the business so this doesn't happen again. It's almost like they're scarred and so they're afraid to pull cash out. Well, I mean, for most of the clients we work with, they're flow-through businesses. So yeah. you're talking about an S-Corp, a partnership. and So it'd be pointless. It's, it's pointless to keep the money in the business because you can always contribute the money back to the sure. business. And and you're paying taxes on the income when it's earned, not necessarily when you take it out. And I think 
that's sometimes clients uh, are confused with that concept. They think if they t- take the money out, they're they're taxed on it as a dividend, mm-hmm. yeah. as if when they get you know dividends from a, a, a publicly traded stock that they own. But yeah. but that's not the case. And so I think there's a combination of things going on there. But there's really no reason for them to keep the the money in the business, and unless there is some you know near term investment. Uh, opportunity that they're looking for in right. the business, whether it's a down payment on on some um, equipment asset, or asset or something. Yeah. So it's it, it, they're going to be better served in most cases taking the distribution out and putting that to work. Well, those distributions sitting. get a favorable tax treatment anyway in most cases, right? Well, it's a distribution. A distribution is just a reduction of basis, so right. it's not being taxed as long as they have sufficient basis, and then they can take that money out and put it to work. Uh, where in most cases they're just sitting in a checking account earning sure. earning zero interest. You can diversify, kind of, you know, KC's point. Uh, you're now working from a personal level at, with your business as one asset. You can go out and invest in other assets, whether they be stocks or bonds or who knows, another business maybe. So I think the the main point is you know start planning early. Uh, you know the the theme of our show, <laughs> exit planning is just good business strategy. That's I mean, true. It holds true. And you have to coordinate with your you know financial planning on your personal side, your retirement planning, uh, along with the business planning to really know and be able to set those goals that are you know achievable. Well, um, Casey, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Hensler Financial has a lot of resources that can help an individual business owner. If you wanted to get in touch with uh, any one of us, including John, you can call 770-429-9166. You can ask for John Dixon, Nick Antonucci. Casey Smith or myself, Troy Harmon, and we can help. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.